Welcome back, everybody, to the Dairy Isle. This is your host, Eli. And as always, my co-host, this handsome son of a bitch. Oh, my. Do I now This I is where it? you say your name. Okay. Yeah. We, sorry, we were practicing this before, if you couldn't tell. Um, and I'm <laughs> James. <laughs> I'm, James. <laughs> like, uh, I'm um James. Is that, is that how you spell it? U-M James? I'm graceful as always. You know what I mean? I'm a swan over here. I'm fucking doing loop-de-loos in the air. I'm fucking swimming around. People want to fuck me. I'm just a swan over here. Wow. Have you ever seen a swan fly? Yeah, it's terrifying. It is. They're very large birds. They're cobra chickens. Yeah. Have they're you seen angry. their teeth? Well, they're like little razors inside Dude, of their mouth. Terrifying. Oh, and they have they have a razor tongue, by yeah. the way. Yeah. The geese that live outside of my house, all the, the ones that I call Greg, mm-hmm. because I'm lazy, by the way, so all of them are Greg, except for the chicks. We call Dude, them there's gr- like 30 fucking geese at all times at his place. And the girls are called Gregina, because we're lazy. Um, but you can't tell them apart at all. Um, <laughs> they look the fucking but same. They'll look at you and sometimes they'll hiss at you. When they hiss, they'll like you'll see their tongue and their tongue is like barbed, but like noticeably. Do you think that? Do you think that they hiss because they're cats that have been reincarnated into birds as a punishment, but they get to keep their voice? What would have been their punishment as a cat, though? You know, just being a bad cat. But all cats Not are being dicks. A good. Yeah, but like, be a good cat. Is that do even, your, is do that your even, due diligence. Is that even physically possible to be a good cat? No, they're murderers. Yeah, I was going to say. If so domestic, it's like domesticated cats were bigger, we'd be dead. Five share. We'd be dead. I was going to say, I was like, so you mean lions and tigers? And I yes. was like, wait a minute, Large those are wild. Yes. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, oh, even like, them, they yeah. have the same murderous intent as a lion or a yeah. tiger. They just don't have the size. Right. Trust me, I've seen cats fucking tap into like their primal. Dude, they fuck people up. Have you seen that video of the guy that like on Christmas he opens his PS4 and he flips out and the cat just decides like, all right, I'm attacking you now. Oh, okay, you lost it, so I need to take you out. Yeah, no, <laughs> this sh- is the day I've been waiting for, Tim. The cat gave him 41 stitches. Oh, like my he had a gash God. on the side of his temple. He had another one on his jaw and he had another one near his jugular. You can ask any vet tech; they would rather deal with an unruly dog than an unruly cat, because a cat will just go feral. And you're just fucked. They'll start farting and peeing everywhere and yelling That's at you. That's the least of your worries. They make a noise that you're like, Oh, I've heard it. What portal of hell did you, come did from? you activate that from? Yeah. yeah. You're just like, That's an old world style, fucked up, dark place that you're going through right now. Yeah, yeah. No, it really is. They're dude, tapping into some, some Lovecraftian fucking powers that they have. Cats are crazy, dude. They are ridiculous. Um, a little more. Oh, so before moving, we get too sidetracked, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So we're going to start with some announcements. All right. Nice. Uh, I'm excited. First and foremost, I have a friend of mine. Um, she is probably one of our biggest fans, and she listens to all our episodes. She gives us feedback. Love um, you. She's fantastic. She just got a promotion at her job. She works at public supermarkets. Oh, snap. Yeah. The big green, son. Uh, her name is Gabby. Gabby, if you're hearing this, not only do I love you, I am so proud of you. you Congratulations, Gabby. Woo! Although, uh, our producer, if you're listening, this is a time where you insert congratulatory applauses. Yeah, and, and, uh, and a Mexican-themed bus horn. Please. Please. Yeah, specific. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly that one, the cucaracha. I'll also, I'll also take any mariachi uh, noise like or band in the background. What As else? well? Yes. Like a, we're overlaying it? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to overlay a Mexican-themed bus horn and a mariachi band. While also the sound of confetti, clearly, because this is a celebration. Does confetti make noise? We'll cover that later. The poppers. The poppers. No, yeah, no, the paper doesn't make noise unless you ruffle it, but I don't want to ruffle it. Or you can hear on an atomic level. 
Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, uh, there no. we go. There's a Anyways, totally different question. So, Gabby, again, I love you. I'm super proud of you. Um, you've kicked a ton of ass to get where you are. And I just want to tell you, again, I'm proud of you. You got exactly what you deserved. Keep kicking ass. And thank you for listening to the podcast. You're awesome. You really are. Congratulations. Also, her significant other is not going to not hear about this. Is not going to not? Yeah, not going to not. That's a way over the top way of saying she's not going to stop talking about this for at least a week. And I'm so happy that he gets to listen to it every day. I hope she listens to it and she's just like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Fuck it, whatever. Big deal. Um, she comes up and she's like, why the fuck did you shout me out? I don't need your shit. I got a text message and she hears it. Why would you put me on blast like that? <laughs> the fuck? Why would you put my promotion on blast like that? I didn't want to talk to anyone. Now everyone's going to be jealous. Oh, this is all a ploy for me to sneak into the government. God damn. Uh, so next up, uh, I saw on iTunes that somebody left us a review, our first. Ooh. Yes. So shout out to whoever X. Spider ZZ is, and that's X S P I I D E R Z Z. It's a sleepy spider right there. Apparently, uh, it was on iTunes. They left us five stars and gave us like an actual written like review. Really? Yes. You should. I, go this read is it. the first I've heard about this. Yeah, yes, I'm I know. super we found excited out about it. Like two days ago. Oh wow. Um, I don't know who this person is, but thank you because one of the ways that our podcast actually gets a little bit more visibility online, especially on iTunes, because that's basically like the holy land for for our for podcasting. Um, is through ratings and reviews. Uh, the more ratings and reviews they are, we have, the higher up we get on the list. Yeah. And that means we get more visibility. And we also love hearing your feedback. Like the fact that you left a review is so helpful to us because we want to we wanna change and evolve in the ways that like entertain you guys. And we do this because it's a creative outlet for us, but we also do it because we want to entertain you. And it's awesome when you guys talk back. Absolutely. We want, we, have, we want it to be a conversation. We want to talk to you. And don't just make it like praises and positivity. Like leave us like actual feedback like hey on this episode i realized that maybe your audio quality was kind of off you know just you know check your settings next time like i really do like your audio quality or like i like when you guys do this segment i don't like it when you do that segment yeah this is boring this is good i'm definitely way more interested in because i think our i think technically we're we're really good i'm really interested in like substance opinion so like yeah do you like what we're talking about is there anything that you'd like us to talk about that you could like you know which way do you want us to kind of exactly. shift? Yeah, I mean, we're always going to talk about what we want to talk about, but we want to keep you in mind too. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mind having listeners be like, "Hey, this is the sort of content I'd like you guys to try out." I eventually want like a listener topic, which, uh, which we will eventually when we get there when we have enough people and when we get more listener participation. Sure. Once we get a lot of shoppers in this, look, this is a grassroots, this is a grassroots yeah. grocery store. This you is know, a, we're starting out small. We this started is out like a, a dirt road, like yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Like it's like, a little more than a mango stand. That's about where we're at right we're now. We're not at we're not at a general store yet. Oh Jesus, not even. We, oh Christ, we can't even sell anything that's not produce. We have just a really nice van, produce and, and dairy, baby. And we open the back of the van, and that's where we sell stuff from right now. And we have a couple nice like stands mm. that we made out of wood that we got at at the local hardware yeah. shop, and that's what we made. But one day, with your help, we will have our own. Yeah, it's gonna be bigger grocery. than Publix, baby. It's going to be bigger than Publix. But will the whole place be called the dairy aisle? Yes. Do we only sell dairy products? No. Okay. I'm just making sure because that's going to be really confusing. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you people could see his face right now. It's infuriating. What? I'm going to beat him with this microphone. Speaking of, we went to... and uh, Really quick. Really quick Thanks, uh, by the segue. Way, thank you, by the way, for brushing off a death thread so nonchalantly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those don't bother me at all. So you're not the first. So uh, we went to the Florida Keys outlet. 
Vinny took contention with this because it's not in the Florida Keys. It's in Florida City. Yeah, that's not... It's So we get there and it's like, wait, this isn't the fucking Florida Keys outlet. This is a Florida City outlet. And I was like, well, it's probably marketing, right? Would you rather go to the Florida City outlet or would you rather go to the Florida Keys outlet? Yeah, exactly. Rather go to the Florida Keys. You know yeah. what I mean? But... In their defense, it's on the way to the Keys. It was improperly named. <laughs> it is on the way to the Keys. I mean, in the same but way... But the Keys are pretty far from it. Right, but it, it, that's, that's fucked up because that's in the same way as saying, like, I'm going to put the New York fucking... New York City outlet, but I'm going to put it on US1 northbound right by I-95. Be like, technically, it's in the same direction. You know, it, it'll get there eventually. Bastards. Man, let me tell you, though, that outlet fucking deals. Yeah? Do you guys like deals? I like deals. Well, you came to a fucking great place. Yeah. Because we love deals here. <laughs> it's great. Nothing but deals. So many good deals. Dude, we got five pairs of shoes. Hundo dollars. That's it? For brand name shoes. And not like Fuji and Pabitas. <laughs> Like Gucci and Adidas and Mikey. Well, not Gucci. I'm not flexing that hard. No, There's no, no. I'm not nearly flexing that hard. You gotta get you some Versace sneakers for snatchies. For snatchies. <laughs> Yo, can I make you, give me some of them for snatchies? That a Versace belt buckle? Oh, snazzy. Versace. Shut the fuck up. For shoes. What would be the one for Gucci? Fuji. Fuji or Nucci? I like Fuji though. Pucci. I feel oh, like yeah. that means they mean they make all their stuff out of dogs. Douchey. Douchey. And douchey. <laughs> Versnaggy and douchey. Poli and Babana. Roach. <laughs> Roach poach. CBD, CBDB Hank Azaria. <laughs> what? There, wasn't there one that used to be called like BCVG, <laughs> like Max something? <laughs> BCVG? No. That sounds like a disease from like the that Congo. Does. What the fuck? I was, ta- I was talking to Millie about BCVG. this the other day and we were talking about like how Game of Thrones names, some of them sound like some sort of fungus. <laughs> like <laughs> I who? went to the doctor, got a really bad case of Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really flaring up. <laughs> oh. oh, I got some fucking Mormont underneath my oh, toenail. God. Oh, Jesus. Woo! It's just green. Oh, that's oh. awesome. So the other big announcement now that we're walking away from that. Um, today is a very special day. Today is oh, okay. Molly's 13th birthday. I want horns here. Horns? Producer, I want horns. I want oh, glorious yeah. royal celebration horns. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she's Molly is our, our Pekingese. She's the queen of the house. She runs this place. Um she is a 13-year-old Pekingese, which I believe she's actually like half Pekingese, half uh, Japanese chin. She's half Pekingese, half lick a tongue. Listen, she is the one thing you need to know about this pick, her tongue is far too long for her little mouth. You mean for her little skull? For her little everything. Also, sorry for not So it's Oh, you're fine, phone. dude. It's okay. You're just a fucking disrespectful asshole, and that's, you know, but that's, that's what it is, and I it's try. okay, and I'm okay with it. I try. I try. It's okay. I'm not mad at you. It's not mad. It's just you don't care about this. Like, at all. You know? Zero. You don't like me or what we do. In fact, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, insert yeah, footsteps. Her her little tongue can't fit in her mouth. It's always sticking out. And it's literally the most adorable we kawaii it, Japanese thing I've ever we seen. We call it the piece of ham because it always oh, looks, it like, looks a like a little piece of ham. It does. Oh, like a little lunchable piece of ham where they make the crackers. So the good. cheese. Oh, God. Ooh. She's so adorable. Now, producer, I want you to insert a Japanese woman saying sugoi here. No. Is the, what? We're drawing lines already? If she sugoi. can even find it. I'll give you. If she can even find it, oh, she we'll, find it. we'll figure out a way to put it in, maybe. She gets final say on, on post. I'm so. just kidding. 
I'm just getting as ridiculous as I possibly can. Because now until she tells me to go, until she just the only thing she inserts is go fuck yourself, James. Go fuck yourself. That's right. She's gotta have to insert someone singing that, <laughs> like Celine Dion. Oh, can we get Celine to sing it? What are we charting at? We I'll, can get her on the podcast. I'll, I'll reach out. I'll find out if we can get. We can her. get Celine on the podcast just for a random interview, though. I would love to introduce Celine or interview Celine Dion. Can you imagine? Well, super interesting, right? Think like about her all life. People, huh? Think, like, but think of all people to interview. That'd be incredible. Fuck yeah, dude! She's a powerful lady. We could throw on our announcer voice too, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> from ladies Canada, ladies and gentlemen, and somewhere in the Titanic <laughs> from the Great White North. <laughs> the Great White North. Introducing number oh. 26. <laughs> At point guard. Dun, 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 Wait a minute. <laughs> she has to come out in a gown, but like an NBA gown. But the gown is it made of like NBA jersey. jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> she, has be, she has to be wearing LeBrons. She plays for she at that with point, a diamond encrusted headband. She would have to play for the Toronto. But she like LeBron would have to have her hair pushed back. Her hairline would have to be halfway at back the top her of her head. head. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay if it's a, like a. She has to play prosthetic. for the Raptors, by the way. We're it getting way off Raptors topic. Jersey, so uh, his dog's birthday is today, <laughs> today. So she's turning 13. So we're gonna we'll hopefully I think I think we're either gonna get her like a cupcake or something tonight. Oh, that's adorable, little doggy cupcake. Yeah. We well, no, we do, get we, we get her, like human cupcake. cupcakes because they can have them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't eat the actual cupcake. Her big thing is the frosting. Oh, okay, so she's a frosting whore. Yeah, she's nice. a little frosty girl. Frost slut? I wouldn't call her that, but sure. Yeah, an icing queen, huh? The icing queen, I guess. Yeah. It's a little bit less rough than <laughs> Dirty frosty. little ice spreader? Hmm? Nah, you, mm. th- you know I'm uncomfortable now. Yeah, a little sweet liquor? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to turn off my A little mic. sugar hacker? Actually, you get out of my house. <laughs> I'm leaving my own house and shit. Mm. Congratulations to Molly. Shout out to Molly. Turning 13. That's a fucking big achievement for her. I don't know if she listens to this podcast. <laughs> she fucking better. She, well, Your maybe. family. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, that's it for announcements. Well, that was... Uh, I like I like having announcements, especially because we're doing it bi-weekly for yeah. now. Also, we're really sorry for missing the, the mark on the last episode. Is yeah. that we had the meeting. Listen, also, and that, listen. that felt like a fucking episode. Listen, everyone. We apologize. I'm apologizing for us right now if we ever do miss like a specific day. We're going to try to be very good uh, on social media um, about letting you know if there's a delay. But our life is, is still like also very busy. We have a lot of other things to do. We try to fit in uh, you know, a time every single week to, to sit down and record the co- podcast. But because life is life, yeah. there are going to be weeks where it shifts days. That was one of those weeks. We had the meeting. It was really important. It was a great meeting. It was very productive. We talked about futures. We talked about what we liked, what we didn't. Yeah. Well, we you got know, some big stuff coming to the, uh, to the podcast. Little bit. It was great. What? Huh? What happened? What'd you say? We have a lot of stuff down the pipeline. We do. We're laying down so much pod pipe. Laying all coming. the pod pipe. So much pod pipe is getting laid. It's ridiculous. Major League pipe layers. Oh, dude. We're just some hot and heavy, hairy pipe layers we are. Just laying the podcast piping. You're not wrong. Oh, you could call us plumbers. I mean, I do work in the plumbing department. Ooh, that's where you learn to lay pipe in plumbing. There's a lot of really ugly guys. In plumbing? In my department. Really? I thought yeah. plumbing was the suave aisle of the orange box. No, you know what? I got to tell you, at my store, I'd pro- I'd argue that probably the best-looking people work at, obviously, customer service. Wow. Even though there are some fucking bridge trolls that work there, God help them, and I love them, but wow. <laughs> my God. Fate was not kind. Whatever car accident they got into, the car oh, was Jesus literally made Christ. of ugly sticks. 
Do you like these people? <laughs> They're as people, yes. Ah, they're right. As visual representations, they could go if they needed to. <laughs> um, all right, so those are announcements. So we're gonna probably do announcements when we have announcements, I mean, which we'll is gonna be every time I think. We'll try to have announcements. Some of them are not Where gonna be monumental, but um, also, are we gonna add the thing at the beginning of the episode for this one? Are we gonna have that edited in for this one? I would like to. I can send. I can send Millie the file. She can throw it in there. Okay. Let's not say what it is, because I want the listeners to, if we can put it in, they're going to notice when they listen to the episode. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about it like 15 minutes in, but... That's fine. We should have talked about it at the top. Whatever. It's okay. You guys talk about we're it We're always the top. at the top, baby. <laughs> we're, we're, always, we're always starting something. <laughs> we're always starting something over here. All right. So prior to us recording, mm. you told me you had yeah, something so I had to talk two moments, about. Right. Okay. So I had two moments that led me to this topic I really want to talk about, because right. I think it's really interesting. Okay, and it's definitely one of those uh, one of those wheeling and dealing topics we can we can go in go for to. it. So uh, I went. This is gonna sound bad, but I went day drinking yesterday, uh, and uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, I had to fart. I had to fart, and I did it. Millie can leave that in or take it out. It's on her. So. Uh, yesterday, Christy and I went for her coworker's birthday. Uh, she likes to do what's called darties, right? For people who are unfamiliar with this term, it is a day party. Um, and her birthday always falls during Memorial Day weekend. So darty kind of makes sense. People are partying during the week anyway, uh, during the day anyway for Memorial Day, big event. So we went to Wynwood, uh, and got, uh, significantly hammered during the day. We drank from noon to like five thirty, six o'clock. Uh, we had a good time. It was great. We had a really good time. It got a little debaucherous, so we, we decided to leave. But on the way, we stopped into like a CBD shop because they were like, you want free CBD popsicle samples? And we're like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. I'll take as many as you have. <laughs> I'll take all your free CBD popsicles. Uh, no, but this place is really cool. They were handing out stickers. And they were like, we have free samples. We're like, okay, cool. What was the name of the place? Uh, I had a sticker from it yeah you did that i have okay i will give you a shout out on instagram okay yeah we can do that we'll that shout out on instagram sure. i'm so sorry i genuinely forgot the name okay, okay. um I was, very, I was very drunk uh, that's a so, good excuse though yeah so we walk in there for the samples and then i see the most beautiful bowl it is a space themed bowl space theme really oh all the planets the whole solar system is encrusted around the bowl with uh, it, it acts like the planets act as like a holding space, so you so your hand doesn't get hot. Ooh, okay. Very nice long dry pipe with like a galaxy background on it. Sweet. And then the sun mm-hmm. on the head of the bowl. That's very nice. Eighty five dollars. It was a work of art. We bought it. Impulse and is it? Buy. Do you know if it's like single blown or double blown or? You've already gone deeper into the glass blowing knowledge scape that I from don't my know. days in high school. I blew glass in high school? No. But I had friends who were really into smoking the weed, as it is called. And I remember Lots hearing a bunch of times, and eventually I asked, because I was just like, the hell are you people talking about? Was, what is single and double? Like, what is the difference? Yeah. And they were basically telling me that, like, as far as I can remember, I believe if it's single blown, it's very, like, thin glass, but it's very light. Oh, no, double blown for sure. And double blown is the one that's like you could beat someone to death with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. You could throw this in an intruder and it would do some damage. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah no, got no. It. It's, it's a good double blown though. Okay, sweet. Uh, okay, I like double blown then. Did it set you back a lot? 85. 
Okay. But, but to be honest, it's worth it though. It, it was artistry. Like okay. I'm it's really It's just pretty to look at. With, yeah, no, no. It looks really nice. It's like a cool thing to, to smoke out of. All right, word. Because I smoke uh tobacco out of it. Mixed with a lot of weed. And then uh <laughs> so I bought that and I was like, oh my space theme, I love it. And then I was on Twitter and there was a headline about NASA wanting to colonize the moon by twenty twenty, the end of twenty twenty. Twenty twenty four is when we're heading back. Is it? Okay. There's well, an this, actual. We will. I will. This article. See if we this can article said 2020. We want to start doing things on the moon to, uh, at some capacity. Well, the goal is to set up a permanent <clears throat> moon base by 2024. Okay. With an orbital platform awesome. around the moon to assist with um, future trips to Mars. We're slowly turning into a Gundam-based future, and I'm. I'm totally I mean, okay I, listen. If we can have Gundams before I die. Oh my god. As an old okay. man. But I'm so I, I read this and I was like, oh shit, space theme, space theme. They're going, obviously, to have specific people who go to that base, right? They're looking for specific things. You're going to have to apply. But my question to you, if you had the opportunity to go colonize the moon, would you go and why? Do I have to live there permanently? And what do you think life on the moon would be like? Okay. Do I have to live there permanently? It depends on... Or is the, this like a... It depends on the physical strain that the moon would have on you, right? So I know going to Mars, even if you were to be in a similar atmosphere within a building, mm-hmm. within like a like a facility on the Mars surface, right. there's a certain aspect of your body that gets accustomed to like the different atmosphere. It's like slightly different from Earth. It's not yes. the exact same. Because it doesn't have the same oxygen and nitrogen mixture that we have here. So apparently it would make it either very difficult from what I've seen or impossible to come back to Earth's atmosphere. So it's a one-way ticket. I don't know if these same restrictions apply to moon-based colonization. I would assume that they... It would be different because the moon doesn't have an atmosphere, right? So... You don't have that factor, but I I don't know how it would affect. Okay, so but let's say you're not coming back. You go to this the moon. is permanent. You're going to the moon. Okay, your new home is moon. Can I bring family, or I'm solo there? Like I'm there by myself. You can bring family. You can bring family. You can bring your family because okay. you're colonizing. Mm-hmm. You have to go first, and then your family comes after. So right. you have to go and to up. initiate, settle. Okay, like so. set up everything, and once everything is settled, family comes. Alrighty. So would I go and why? Would you go? Why? And what do you think it would be like? I have a lot of questions I want to ask. Your, okay. your thoughts. Because this is something that I feel like you think about a lot. I do. And that you read about a lot. And I'm a big space nerd. I, you are. And when I thought about it, I was like, oh man, this is like something we could definitely fall on a rabbit hole with. So, I'm already so in love with this topic. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to change it up on you a little bit. Okay. What do I think it. it would be like? Yeah, you can okay. start there. So the moon is a very strange place in that... We have one of the largest moons in terms of like moon size to planet size mm-hmm. ratio in our solar system. Yeah. We're also one of the only planets. I think we're the only planet that has one moon. We have one satellite around us, right? Um, there are several others that have things that might not even be considered a moon. Mm-hmm. Look at Mars, Phobos. Phobos is basically just a fat asteroid. You know, that's it. It just somehow got caught in Mars gravitational field and was like, all right, I'm just going to chill here then. Um, that's a moon. But as Phob- long as it's orbiting you, it's a moon. Yeah, but Phobos is also not, it's not in a decaying orbit. It's it's in a decent, like, geosynchronous orbit. It's mm-hmm. never going to leave. Um, so the moon is a weird place. It's only got 17% of Earth's gravity. Mm-hmm. So about a third. Zero so, atmospheric protection. Yeah, none whatsoever. Um, to put that into perspective, 
if you weigh 200 pounds on Earth, you are about eh, like 34, 35 pounds on the moon, mm-hmm. more or less. You're really light. Yeah, spacewalk's okay. fun. Right. Um, now, I would presume that if we're colonizing the moon, we're going to have some sort of, you know, like habitable artificial, zones. Yeah, an artificial gravity. Right, where inside it's an airlock with, you know, you know, there's oxygen and stuff like that. It's pressurized. It's exactly. Trying to, it's trying to mimic the Earth's it's to some way, yeah. As um, best as it can. As best it can. Right. <clears throat> so. I'm sorry. I just cleared my throat into the mic. <laughs> I just realized I did it and I'm like, oh, you're listening to this. I'm so sorry. You're listening to everything inside now of I'm my Now I'm the mouth. disrespectful rude boy. I'll see myself out. <laughs> click, click, click. So. Yeah. So what do you the, think being there? The moon is a very interesting place. There's no atmosphere. So you're constantly being bombarded by solar radiation. Um, mm-hmm. The moon does not rotate. It's in a fixed position. Um. So the, the side of the moon that you're on will always be facing either into space, at the sun, uh, or at Earth forever. It's Unless it's affected by something else. Which would be catastrophic. Which would knock it, yeah, it would knock it out of its orbit um, anyway. It's almost, I don't know, I want to say it's like three to 500 degrees in the daylight, minus 200 in the shade. Yeah. Um, it's a... A, it's an intense place, you know, but you're in outer space. You're yeah. basically on a big rock. I mean, you wouldn't be outside. You'd have like a, a habitable. Yes, but you shelter. don't have to go out onto the surface occasionally to yeah, do in stuff. A suit. Um, you're gonna be in a but still, it's suit. Even in a suit in the daytime, you you have a limit to how long you can oh, be yeah, out there. For sure, There's only for sure. so much the suit can take. Um, it's from from what I've read and the accounts that I've heard, you know, via YouTube and, and archive footage of the astronauts. Um, the moon's surface is made of like a talcum powder, mm-hmm. almost sort of substrate. It's not really sand, but it's not, it's not like a literal powder either. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very firm. Like once you pack it, it's very firm. Um, there are lots of rocks everywhere. Lots of, as they say, debris or it's debris. One, it's one big rock. It is one gigantic rock, one but gigantic it's also rock. been straight shotgun blasted by every meteorite, both yeah. micro and large, you know, possible. Um, there are gigantic craters. There are tiny craters. There's deep ones. There's shallow ones. I mean, we would definitely. I think the dust settlement would go in a crater. More than likely, it would probably be to best. protect you from radiation. Probably right. To You'd some degree, try to yeah. choose the best. Right. You want to like kind of like dig it. it into a crater, um, so Shield that you you're kind of, yeah. Now the moon. There's strange things that have been said about the moon. Um, some astronauts have said that when landing on the moon, um, it rang almost like a bell. Oh, so like there's, it's hollow. There's a belief that it is mainly hollow. To, to some degree or another, in that it has no core. Um, there are some beliefs that the moon is actually a chunk of Earth that flew off during, during the creation uh, of Earth. During the creation of Earth. Um, something hit it that was very large, and the chunk that got spalled off eventually rotated. Which basically turned our planet into like a molten ball of mush. Of just nothingness. Yeah. yeah. To break like, off a piece that large, from you which would need nothing to turn survived. everything into molten right. core. Um, so the moon's a weird thing. Um, but what do you think? I think Life it would, would be, be like in the settlement. Like, what do you think your daily life would be like? I think it would as be, a moon settler. I think it like after the initial period of ooh ah, like oh my god, I'm in the heavens. Not it would be very it would be very routine based life. I believe it would. It, but that's that's what's necessary to, to be a, a settler. You have to have a routine, and that you have routine, to establish. Yeah, you have to the establish routine rules. builds structure. The structure builds order. Order builds habitability. Now habitability. There we go. That's yeah. how you say it. Now mm-hmm. here's a question. It's a routine, but you're separated from mainland Earth. Yeah, from home. Right? There's no one... Or people from Earth can decide to tell you anything they want, but you don't have to follow it. Now, how do you think the political 
kind of social aspects of living in a settlement so far removed where like you're not like how how does that go does someone get like fucking weird with power does it stay very communal like how does it work up on the moon animals are pack I mean, humans are pack animals mm-hmm. um we're we're a herd based species we don't like being alone we don't deal yeah, we're well. social creatures for sure yeah we don't deal well with with separation and with mm-hmm. isolation at all in fact yeah. it's detrimental to our mental health well it takes 15 minutes in isolation to in start prison like to start to start losing fucking it. you yeah yeah, like yeah you know you bad. immediately start going crazy yeah um it starts so, affecting you you know i think once you get over the initial like i said like the ooh ah like oh my god i'm on the moon like that kind of a deal um you kind of get to the task at hand and i feel like the people that would qualify to go up there are the kind of people who when they're given a task do or die that task is getting done because they realize that they're playing the long game like yeah it's this task that i'm doing you know three times a day every day for the next two years but the end game means that at the end, like the last time I do this task, this is what it produces, basically. Um, now, and they have they also have a mission, right? And they know how important that mission right, is. Right, no, and a, Com- like, you have an overall mission. Thing. Within that mission, you're going to have different parameters and different objectives. And within those mission objectives, you are going to be able to have some leeway on how you do things. Um, I would likely understand, I would likely believe that the first people we send up there are going to be engineers. Um, oh, scientists, scientists, doctors, people who are experts in construction and logistics, engineering, all that kind of stuff. Civil sure. engineers, yeah, yeah, yeah. electrical. Oh yeah, for sure. All that stuff. Um, we are going to need to set up infrastructure. Um, you're going to need to dig into the moon. You're we also probably have to drill down and see if it's hollow. If it really is, if there's, a I room, mean, the you upside, have to see what you're building on. The upside to the moon is that Doesn't once, we, well, once we get there, we can power <clears throat> everything we need with what's on the moon. The moon has something called helium three, mm-hmm. which is like super abundant in the universe but specifically on the moon and the return versus like waste ratio is amazing really yeah helium Helium 3 is like it's incredible like if we could figure out a way to like use helium 3 to power like cultivate it yeah like if we could cultivate it for like powering cars and power plants down here that's it like we basically solved all our energy needs we're 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 carbon neutral like to the max um but the problem is getting it off the moon getting it here and using it and unfortunately there's and the expense that that is well yeah but when you consider that like helium 3 is a finite resource on the moon like the more you take from the moon the, the more you the decrease has. the mass of the moon and now you're fucking with tides and shit on earth and that's a problem um so it's the most dangerous step for a civilization apparently. it is well because we're i think um uh that famous physicist michio kaku said that we are we're, I don't think I don't even think we're a type zero civilization yet. No, we're type one. Um, no, I think what was type one? I think type one is being able to traverse your own solar system, like no, with people. No. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna find out. But I remember his talk on. I think it was yeah, a TED talk. It was a type zero is like a, a base society. I'll tell you right now. Uh, okay. Type one is being able to control the elements of your home planet. Like okay, have more control over the, uh, over the natural... The Kardashev scale is a method of measuring a civilization's level of technological advan- advancement based on the amount of energy a civilization is able to use. Um, the breakup of the scale is type 1, also called a planetary civilization, can use and store all of the energy available on its planet. Yeah, We're, we not, there. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're getting there. As yeah. we move away from... I feel like we're trying to skip to type two. 
which well, is okay so type two which is a multi-planet is a, a stellar civilization yeah. can harness the total energy of its planet's parent star the most popular hypothetical concept one of my favorites is a dyson sphere um which is basically an orb that's around your star and you yeah. suck up all the energy we're i think we're like type zero learning to be a type one but he said and i agree with him that that jump from type zero to type one is one of the most dangerous ones like that's that can be it's the, the scariest end one, of yeah yeah because once you once You're you figured out power yeah well once you figured out how to use all your planet's energy the next jump is just upping the ante like okay well now i, I just got a planet i need a new planet it's my planet <laughs> earth is my planet is that how i said it planet no, no but that's how i like to say planet Mal- uh, malibu planet. malibu's most wanted earth is my planet, planet. um so to go back to your question so yeah so the moon L- what, would it, the moon. what would it be like it would be ridiculous and i mean that in the best possible sense because you're in the heavens like in you're front of space walks. in front you're of doing... you listen in front of you is daylight like you've never experienced mm-hmm. before and your home is in front of you like i can see planet earth i can see this beautiful blue white and green and brown marble in front of me and my home is right there like i can reach out and touch it almost and behind me is the the infinity of the cosmos behind me i can turn around and see more stars than my brain can probably handle yeah. like an innumerable innumerable amount of white dots it literally looks like somebody took a fucking blank sheet poked a bunch of holes in it and put it over a light damn and there i don't think that like i don't think without proper training or adjustment that you as a, as a person i don't think you can handle that to it. i mean there's the astronaut during the uh, the gemini and the apollo missions one of the first astronauts that ever did a spacewalk got in trouble because he literally wouldn't want to come back into the capsule. Like he was like, I'm not coming back in. Yeah, he's like, he's I don't, there's this, this view is amazing. Uh, Gene Cernan, one of the, mm. um, the last man to land on the moon when he was, I think, in the one of the first Apollo missions where they were learning how to like capsule to capsule, like meet up and do all their cool space shit. Yeah. He got in a bunch of trouble because he just kept taking photos and like talking about He's everything like, that he was stop. seeing. Yeah, like he I was romanticizing space travel and he For got sure. in trouble with NASA and he told NASA to go fuck off, which is great. I'm in space right now. And I'm never coming back here. That's it. I'm going. I'm literally I'm, never coming back. Me here. and he man are out of here. <laughs> um, so it would be incredible. Now, I don't I don't know if emotionally I would have enough of an adjustment period before I could start doing my job where I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm in space, I'm in space, I live on the moon, oh my God, I'm a moon man, oh my God, I'm the man on the moon, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. However, I don't think that I could live there forever. Not because, so either. Not because it would affect me physically or mentally, but because, and I know this is going to sound dumb, but just hear me out, Earth is the only planet I've ever known. I've, I was not born, not, none of us were born into a civilization that has colonized other planets and has mm-hmm. other places to call home. Carl Sagan said that in the future, once we've started to colonize other planets and human civilization has spread out amongst the stars, they will still look back on Earth and see that of all the humans in the universe, they all come from there. They all that's come home, from Earth. That's home world. That's home. That's yeah. where we come from. That's where we began. And... I don't know if I could leave my home like that, you know, like it's, it's terrifying to think. Also, I don't I mean, listen, I am a hundred and fifty million percent in support of this mission. Oh, me too. Like, yeah. Go NASA. I think it's important. And I they think are, they're, they're the builders important of things. Yes. They're the builders of dreams. They are. hundred percent. Um, we haven't, I think as a nation and even more so, dare I say, a planet, we haven't had... I don't think we've had a reason to dream in a long time. I think the last time we had a reason to dream was when we went to the moon. 
And the fact that we're going back now and a new generation gets to have that adventure and I the think, fact that they get to stand. I think there was a generation, I think the generation right after World War II, after such a bloody, long, like just arduous conflict, there was like this, this, uh, this almost like this renaissance of innovation and pride like I mean, like the Hoover Dam is built after World War Two. National parks, national get, parks, national parks see an explosion because they've been established exactly. before by um, by Teddy Roosevelt. But like, dude, we start this we start planning missions to the moon. We st- like space travel becomes a thing. The the U.S. national highway system starts to get built. Uh, Earth Day gets founded. The, the San EPA Francisco gets founded. Bridge. When does the San Francisco Bridge go up? Uh, I think the sixties. The sixties, right? Sixties. You have these I'll modern right marvels that we like. Because, like, those people dared to dream. And I feel like people like Elon Musk with SpaceX. And I feel like SpaceX's reusable rocket technology in partnership with NASA can do a lot of good. If uh, NASA's probably working on the same technology, but, like, the fact that he already figured it out, if they can partner in some way, shape, or form, imagine, like, regular travel between the moon and Earth. I'm going to stop you right there. The Golden Gate Bridge was built in 1937. Oh, so they killed yeah, before it. Before World War II. Yeah, yeah, they killed it. They showed the world what we could do. They were like, what's up? Let's what's go up? to I got war. A big, I got a big red bridge, bitches. That's like during the Depression. I think the Depression was like the 20s and like the beginning no, the, of the 30s. No, the 20s is, is the roaring The 20s. roaring 20s. That's the, that's which the we all know how well that ended. That's credit card debt and the run on the bank, Woo! baby. Woo! <laughs> we got all the money up in this bitch. Or, well, the lack thereof it. Yeah. But I agree with you, though, that like it's, it's dope that like this generation has people like Elon mm. Musk and they're dreamers. They are dreamers, but they're dreamers that are doing shit, you know, like in their own way. Well, they're, they're real dreamers. Yeah, they are. They're not, they're just innovators and they're doing, yes. they're doing the kind they're of entrepreneurs. shit that, like the kind of shit that we built with Legos and connects and stuff like that. And we dreamed of, and we like drew on our stupid little sketch pads when we were kids. They were like, what if, what if we just do that for real this time? Yeah. What like, if I'm a super genius? And I, I just, I love that our generation specifically has like the the ones that actually give a shit because there's a lot of them that don't every generation has ones that don't. they have this mentality of why not yeah like, like someone looked at a rocket and said like what what if, what if we bring it back or why can't we bring it back but like well, why can't we bring it back why not let's do it it's a dare to dream right and listen our generation for the most part we were and it's been said online in a million of these dumb fucking inspirational Instagram pictures and fucking Reddit posts and shit, but it's true. Our generation was born too late to explore the planet and too soon to explore the stars. But we can still explore our mind, which is why I love that there's been this big push over the last few years for, you know, more outward appreciation of mental health and caring for one another emotionally and mentally. Study, yeah. yeah. Because the reality is that, like, you and me will likely not live long enough to see us, like, reach another solar system. No, I don't need to be. But I don't, I know that we'll get there. But I'm, we're in a very exciting moment. We are. In time where. It's the first time that we're actively saying, like, no, 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 we're going to colonize a solar system. Well, and we're Little also, by little. And no, but we're also becoming very global. Like, we other are. people, there's a lot of people, like, and I understand globalism is, like, a really, like, weird thing that is very far off and, and not attainable at, the very, at this very moment. No. But. Without people realizing it or not, like, we are so much more globally oriented. We are. Right now. Like, there's a reason that that war is something that, like, most countries, if not all, really want to avoid for the most part. Yeah. I mean, because you, it's not, it's just not profitable. No, like, we talked about sense. this. We talked about this, that the yeah. only thing that comes out of war is innovation. Exactly. Which, by the way. Well, and, well. 
What? I, I think I think countries go to war in in sneaky ways all the time. Oh, they do. But I mean, like, and to, before we continue, because I know it sounded very poetic about us going to. Sorry, I had a hiccup. You have a lot of gastrointestinal distress over there. It's the it's the water. <clears throat> oh, that fucking water, heavy water. Yeah, cold water, heavy water. That's heavy it. Cold. You know, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a really good video on this mm-hmm. called "Why We Stop Dreaming," and he talks about you know like why we stop going to the moon or why people stop caring. And it's a like super valid point too. Is that like we didn't go to the moon because we were dreamers and because we're like, oh my god, this is gonna be super great. We went to the moon because we were at war. Like we needed the high ground over the over the Russians at the time. Yeah, it was basically what, a technological cold war. Right, now so it's called the space race. Yeah, but it, we didn't go there for some fucking pragmatic like, <laughs> oh my Stylist. god. Yeah, like no, we went there because we wanted to have the ultimate high ground. Who has more high ground than the dude on the moon? Well, now, isn't it? Isn't space considered a neutral zone? That's like a. Uh, it is, but I mean, back then it's just listen, because no one can claim it. Listen, they the fucking the the Russians put Sputnik in the sky and people lost their fucking minds. Oh, for sure, but I mean, it's it's new. Also, by the way, Sputnik. I learned means fellow traveler. And people were still like, nope, that's got a nuclear bomb in it. That's going to kill us all. It means fuck America. Yeah, pretty much. And Sputnik is a, it's actually a pretty poetic name. It's nice. I like yeah. that. And so, you know, we lost our minds collectively. And we said, we got to go to the moon right now. Right meow. Right now. And we went. And I think once we got there and we saw that we could do it, it was like no holds barred. It was like, like wait, hold on. We didn't realize let's this Let's just keep doing this. Fucking crazy. And we made a... We basically made a fucking habit out of it. From Apollo 11 landing there to Apollo 17, we made a habit of going to oh, the moon. Oh, yeah. That was like our pastime. I was like, yeah. oh, we're going to go to the moon again? We're going okay, to the cool. moon this week again? Fuck. All right. Cool, I guess. Now, I think as far as we go is like the International Space Station is yeah. as far as we go. But like that's another thing. Some people are like, eh, it's a space station. And I'm not going to lie. Being a, a space fan, I'm very sometimes like, meh, about the International Space Station. But like all I things, I would go to the International Space Station in a heartbeat. Right, I would too. But oh, that's the thing sure. is that, like, when you break it down and you think about it, like, I have a literal orbital science lab just floating around my planet yeah. at like nineteen thousand miles an hour, yep. and I can see it from the surface of my planet. It's things like that that make me look at the human race and go, "Fuck, man, we got this. We like, can do this. We're, we're doing it. I know we can fuck up a lot, and, like, and we do. Social culture, we fuck it's up like, hard. It's fucked, but." God, there's some parts of our race that are really getting it right. Like they are. our species that are doing it, you know? We're doing it. And I love it. Like I love the fact that we have that. I love the fact that we're there. And I also as like uh, as fucked as a lot of things are right now, I think we can argue about a lot of things because we have the time and luxury to argue about a lot of things that normally wouldn't matter in like a more tense situation, sure. right? In a more or in a more like dire situation. Yeah. Imagine um, if we were in a global war right now. Or just imagine if like if our biggest concern was like famine because like because we live in a third world country kind of or nuclear something. winter or yeah or we something live in a horrible country right um really quick to go back to the moon now eventually mm-hmm. this happens people go up there right you could take your family right you live there which by do. the way to, to to solidify that three things living on the moon would be nuts it would be crazy uh, you'd want to come back I'd want to come back but I ultimately don't want to go like if I get to go and visit. And just be there, like if it was a contract, like a tourist. Thing, no, 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 no. If it's like a contract thing, like Eli, you're going over there for six months. You're going to be oh, in the yeah. room for six months, okay. work, and then you come back. You have to install electrical pads on all the fucking fucking kitchenware. Or whatever, exactly. Or do whatever or you need shit. to yeah, do. Yeah. We'll contract you out, but you're going to be there for six months, and then you come back and you live on Earth for two years, and then you go back for six months. Oh fuck yeah, dude! But oh my every, god! Hell yeah, dude! Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Can you take your family? No. No, because it's six months. It's six months. Stay here. You know. But I think by that time it would also be. How can I put this? 
I think if we did that, where there's like a rotational crew that yeah. goes to the moon, stays there for a certain amount of so time, you're never stuck there. If and, that's an, right, a possibility. That's one of those things that drives innovation. Like you think Skype and FaceTime is good now? Oh Ima- yeah. For can sure. you imagine the drive to innovate so I could Skype and FaceTime you from the moon? Because you'd need to have you'd need to have. Which, by the way. For those of you listening that complain sometimes when your cell phone reception isn't good or your <laughs> fucking text message doesn't get <laughs> sent fast enough, fuck you, okay? I'm sorry that the fucking data that you just beamed into fucking space to hit a satellite to bounce back to someone else in a completely different fucking zip code or country didn't go fast enough. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, what's the what's the rest of Louis C.K.? But he's like, oh, if, if it's not good, make make yours. Yeah, make your own suck he's fucking like, make satellite. Your own satellite. Launch that bitch. Oh, does it not work? Because you don't have any... Intelligence Anything or any to fucking, fucking add to this? Okay, cool. Yeah, shut Have the fuck day. up and enjoy. Idiots. Uh, it's so funny because like, there's also the argument of like, if you made something to work a certain way, make it so it works that way. Right. Which but I it's get. also like, what the fuck are you adding to this, you dick? Yeah, you're not somewhere with a fucking computer in some command center like, hey, hold on, this isn't, we need to fix this. So really quick, one more thing about the moon. Imagine yes. now, mm-hmm. it's five years in. Okay. We've been on the moon for five years. We have, we have a family. colony. We have a colony. There's families up there. Okay. Baby born on the moon. Are they an earthling? Or are they a moon baby? They're a moon baby. They're a moon baby. They're not born. They're not born. Well, hold on. No, wait. Technically, if the moon base is created, let's say, by NASA. NASA is an American organization. No, for sure. No, no. They would be an American citizen immediately, I'm assuming. But does that... But you're an American citizen, but you're not an earthling. If you're not an earthling, how can you be an American citizen? Can that baby even come to the earth? Can that baby come to the earth? Yeah. It was was conceived and born in a different atmosphere. No, not really. Because remember that living inside of the colony, the colony would have to simulate to like an almost 100% like mimicry of Earth's atmosphere. So why can't you come back from Mars? I don't know. Because there's a reason that you, you know, there is. It's if you colonize Mars, you're done. Like you're just, you're, you can't come back. Well, no, I think it's if you, I think I if, read that if somewhere. You I, I think if you like terraform Mars, the distance from the sun and where it is in space, I feel like would have something to do with the different composition of its atmosphere, like the gaseous atmosphere. Yeah, but if you're recreating your own atmosphere on the planet. But that's the whole point, is that you want to be able to have astronauts that come back at some point. I don't know if you can't. Okay, look. Why couldn't you, Here, though, really if, quick. We, if we think about it? if you okay, Because we might get a lot of stuff wrong. because We dumb probably sometimes. will. We sound smart sometimes, but we're really dumb. It's mimicry. So if it. there is a fact-checking moment, mm-hmm. if there is like a, if we say something wrong... DM us on Instagram. Yeah. But like, hey, by the way, you're wrong and this is why. Cite your fucking sources. Yeah. But yeah, let us know. But let us know if we are wrong and maybe you can go to Mars and come back and fucking do it. Well, that's my argument is that if I go to Mars, right, and I set up a I set up a colony on Mars, right? It's Mm -hmm. pressurized, it it mimics the the atmosphere of Earth. The only time I'm not in there is when I'm in the space capsule that dropped me there. And outside on the Martian surface on my way to the door of my little capsule, like my little pod area where I live. But other than that, I'm in space. You're in a controlled atmosphere. I don't understand either. And I would need to like read about it. But I remember hearing that on like radio. The only thing that fucks with you though is have you seen what happens to astronauts that spend a ton of time in the space station when they come back to Earth? They're withered. That they can't walk. They're withered. Yeah, I know. You lose a lot of bone density and and muscle mass. Maybe that's why. Maybe they can't fully recreate the atmosphere. It's just enough for you to live there. But what's happening to them is gravitational problems. Remember that there may be the same thing on Mars. But we'd figure out. Maybe you can't create a perfect gravitational. But Mars has its own gravity. And since Mars is so similar to the size of Earth, but it's lighter, it has a, it has less gravity than Earth, I think. But a little bit, but barely. Is it? Yeah. Also, is it listen. Barely? By the time that we figure out how to colonize Mars, 
or start to colonize, I'm pretty sure we'll have figured out a way to make like a habitable zone that mimics the exact gravity of Earth when you're inside. I would be very interested to find out if you were born on the moon, could you come to Earth? Also, what happens if we make... Also, how crazy would it be to come to Earth for the first time? Like if like you were born on the moon, moon, you're used to seeing moon shit. You're used to seeing space, and then come like back to Earth. That's your norm. Your norm is: I look outside, and there's and the, it's Earth. the blanket of stars. I look at it, it's the fucking Earth. It looks beautiful, but all you see is black and gray and space station, and like that's that's what you're used to. And then you show up on Earth, and then you show up on fucking Earth, and they take you to a park, and then they take you to Niagara Falls, and then you go to the Grand Canyon, and then you go, like. I think it would be how mind blowing is Earth now. I think it'd be the terrestrial equivalent of people oh. that went to the moon for the first time. Dude, that'd be so crazy. Well, it's all atmosphere. It's all it's atmosphere adjustment. And I don't mean atmosphere is in breathing. I mean like the metaphysical. Like you come to Earth and you see the beauty of our planet. But dude, animals. Yeah. But what's to say that we don't have like some sort of like cool geodesic dome? We would have to have a biodome. That has plants and shit plants in and it. animals for right. sure. Because you'd, you, would need, you would need to either Dog. farm animals. Space snakes. Sp- <laughs> Fuck, we got space snakes. Dude, I bet this someone from Miami great. would get up there and they'd probably bring like their bearded dragon or something and let it loose. And Although you know for sure you know for sure the biggest thing Miami's gonna have is space cafecito. Oh, space colada? Lunar colada. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> what if they have a China... Do you think space would have a Chinatown? You think like the moon would have a Chinatown? Everywhere has a Chinatown. Everywhere. <laughs> the space would have a Chinatown. The Chinese <laughs> will literally set up their own their own like habitable area that's just a market called chinatown and it's everybody they got foe they, they sell the everything Vietnamese bros there they some got dim sum barbecue they got dim sum fuck yeah all that and dim sum i got a sushi place Man, everything that'd be so great it'd be, it'd be great if like the moon colony was basically new york oh my God. i feel like moon. it would be but then everyone would still be lo- like moon rude <laughs> watch your gravity field you son of a bitch Man, hold the fucking space door. i said hold the space door <laughs> everything is space or lunar you have or the or moon you have to add that to everything. Yeah, very un unoriginal naming. Motherfucking moon taxis. N- naming councils on the moon. Yeah, pretty much. Would it much. be a council, you think, on the moon? Like that runs the moon? Like a lunar council? Oh, my God. Wait, that runs Dude, the my moon? my dick wiggled saying that. Yeah, the lunar council? I feel like it would be run from people here on Earth. I think no, that they're... No, hold on. because we're going to have a fuck... We're going to have an America fucking Great Britain situation here. You think we're gonna moon, have a colony? You think the moon colony will eventually separate? Who are you to fucking tell me anything? I'm living mean, there on the on the fucking earth. Well, I mean, I can always stop sending you shit if you don't comply. See, but now it's dark. Yeah, but that's that's, that's human dark, nature. Though. That's dark. Tell, tell me that that's not a viable a You're viable situation. Let people die because you don't have control of them. There'd be a riot. No, it's not necessarily control. Just listen. Think of the ha- protest. You have a job. You have a mission. You have an objective. Why aren't you completing it? You wouldn't have a lunar... Because like a now lunar, you know what's happening. Now the Space Force gets involved. What if they, what if they make Sp- a lunar Declaration James, of Independence? James, James, Moon police. Oh, but who do the moon police fucking abide? Whoop, by? whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's, that's the sound, sound of the, the beast. Anyways, so... <laughs> Can they be called the Moonanites? The Moonanites. <laughs> um, He's suffering from a case of Moonitis. They wouldn't abide by the laws of fucking Earth. Why not, though? They wouldn't abide by Tarian law. Because why the fuck would they, man? They're fucking moon police. But what if your only source of supplies is How long does it take before moon Earth? pirates become a thing? Oh, I am turning into the first moon pirate. Oh, I will have my own pirate ship, and I'm just going to orbit the moon, ransacking it. Come on. how? That's such a fucking easy thing. I can be Harlock, the space pirate. You got to be You got to. Can I wear a super pirate. ridiculous trench coat and a fucking dope haircut with a one scar across my eye? You wouldn't be a space pirate if you didn't have all those things. 
But I want to be a space pirate, James. Then you got to have all those things. I'm going to be a space pirate. That's there it. There you go. I'm a space pirate. I'm changing Fuck my name. Fuck the family. Fuck coming back to Earth. That's I'm a space it. Pirate I'm a fucking now. space pirate. Oh Sailing God, the dude. high solar seas. Oh, on a on a solar sail. Fuck yeah. Dude. We're building. Dude. That's it. We're solar space pirates. Solar adventures. <laughs> solar adventures in space with solar things. <laughs> We're dead by Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Dead by Neptune. That could be the name of our first pirate album. Dead by Neptune. <laughs> Did we just come up with the best Swedish metalcore band? <laughs> Dead by Neptune. Dead by <gasps> Neptune. We need space shanties now. Oh my god, dude! How do you stop space scurvy? Oh, limes. Still, <laughs> still citrus. Still, still, still citrus. <laughs> vitamin C deficiencies. Vitamin C deficiency anywhere in the space galaxy. Space citrus. Neptunian oranges, my favorite. I'm so fucking excited for spaceship, man. You see, but I love talking about because it it's such an exciting. Such an exciting thing to talk about. Also, can we can opinion. we like kind of reel this back and just talk that we went through so many emotions and throw so many like stories and possibilities just because you bought a bowl? <laughs> Isn't that poetic though? It is because that's kind of what happens when you smoke weed. You kind of pontificate on like a really random thought. I've never been high enough or long enough to actually have that. Because never been long enough. You're long enough. <laughs> I believe. I mean, you. at five ten with spindly long legs and arms, yeah, you're long enough, buddy. but. I've only done it twice. One time I didn't inhale. No, I did. You Bill Clinton did? No, I did inhale one time. And it was from it was from a I joint. Smoked, but it was it was one. I didn't inhale. Like I literally just took one puff. I inhaled uh-huh. and instantly like my stomach felt better. My like all my like intestinal like crap finally like subsided mm-hmm. and I felt fine. I couldn't form a regular sentence. Like I kept having trouble finding the words. Sounds about right. And then after about 20 or 30 minutes, I was like, I need a nap. I wasn't paranoid. The nap felt great. Yeah, no, no, for sure. But I only dreamed in mathematical patterns that had formed themselves into Persian rugs. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. And I woke up feeling fine, but I was like, that was a weird, weird, like two hours that I slept there. It. Uh, and then the second time that I tried it, I smoked from a bowl. And, and you didn't inhale? I did. I took a man-sized hit. Oh, okay. I held it in, and a then Paul I blew Bunyan out. style hit. And as soon as I blew out, I was in a car with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest dick move ever. He like wanted to smoke me out, as the kids say. I took one hit, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta go to work. Peace." And rode, and just left me there in my driveway. And I was like, "Okay." Oh, but you're I, home. I didn't make it to the front door before I had a panic attack. Get out of here! Really? I literally got in bed. I pulled Body. the covers up to my fucking face Body. and I was like, oh my God, 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 how are we going to get out of this? When does this end? Am I going to be, is it like this forever? Am I stuck oh, like this? No, Am I going to die? Buddy. And so the way I got out of it was building the most epic sandwich of all time. Like I, re- I thought of every ingredient I could think of. And I just went over my head how I was going to make it, the prep, where I was going to buy stuff, how much of it I was going to buy, the assembly. This is like a perfect Stoner's Hero story. And then I just knocked out. Like, I just, I passed out. And and I let, like, like dude, I let the fear pass over me. So you ate me. a fucking Marmaduke-sized... I didn't eat anything. scooby size I just said it out loud, like... Oh, you didn't fucking make the sandwich? No, there was no sandwich. I was in bed just, like, <gasps> like freaking out. Oh, man, that sandwich would be great. Yeah, yeah, until I knocked out. And when I woke up, I was like, okay, not high anymore. I think I'm all right. And I've never touched this stuff ever That's again. so dick. Because, so, first of all. I uh, love him, by the way. Like, people, he's a great he's a great guy. I was the best man at his wedding, and I love him. I'm sure you didn't think you were going to have a panic attack. No, no, Chris, if you're listening to this, no no hard feelings, bro. That was that was a really fun incident. Um, Notice how I use the word incident, not, not, not hang experience. out. Not experience. No, yeah, incident. Um, so, 
Because for everyone that doesn't know, Eli can't drink alcohol because he has like IBS. So if he drinks alcohol, his body explodes. I also can't get drunk apparently. Like I just throw it up. I just blah. Okay, well that's horrible. So I would figure like marijuana would be like a way to alleviate yourself from the regular. It calms down. Listen, aside from the panic attack that I had the second time. And the because weirdness, you weren't used to being right. stoned. Yes. And the weirdness of the first time, the only Super constant, dick, you can't do that. yeah, the only constant was that all my stomach pains went away instantly. It was like a switch had been turned off. And your mind works different. Like I, your thought process is different. That's why it's hard to form sentences. I was your brain's not working. Right. I was gonna say because like I don't think I was conscious long enough either time to really think about my thought process. Mm-hmm. But I've been told like back in high school and like in my early college years, I was told constantly by a lot of my friends who were really into smoking. That they're like, yo, I would love to hang out with you when I'm high. Because you would have such great conversational topics. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I don't know if I'd get f- as much from it as you would. Oh, no, not at all. You'd definitely be the, the giver in that situation. Yeah, yeah, They're the takers. Yeah yeah, 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 But now as an older person, I'm like, yeah, okay, why not? You're the settler. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to get fucking high as shit and talk to me about space or whatever the fuck it is you want to talk about... Let's do I, it. I mean, at this point in my life, I don't get like stoned like that. I mean, unless I do like, no, unless, I know, like I'm dab just, or something like, no, right. but like to really like, oh, yeah, like, fuck. Whoa, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I mean, I'm kind of like coming off of an edible as we, as we record this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, okay. we went to the beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So. No, I mean, listen, yeah. and I have, I got asked about this at work the other day and it was like one of my coworkers was randomly asking me like, how do you feel about, like, what are your thoughts on weed? And I was like. Like as a plant or are we talking like as like a medical substance? As a substance on earth. <laughs> right. So um, he's like, no, like what do you think about like the whole thing with like medical marijuana and CBD oils and all that stuff? It's and like was, the, the political aspect Right. Of it. And I told him, I'm like, it's the next logical step in the evolution of mankind's dominance over where it lives and the things that it eats and uses. Like that's kind of what happened with things like cocaine cocaine's always existed like the coca plant has been around for long probably longer than humans have been around used medical cocaine is used for ocular surgery right it's the best numbing agent but we still use it and it was just a process of discovery refinement and understanding and it's the same thing with marijuana it's just becoming more acceptable now socially i want to read more about like the the social it's just a plant by the way negative no of course it's just a fucking yeah that has uses like that has a lot of uses that that were being ignored for so long because like the propaganda against yeah of course but not even just like the medical uses the fact that it's still a type one is insane to me it's the fact that it's a class one fucking narcotic is insane it's absurd it's the same as fucking meth no, it's schedule one, right? Schedule, yeah, what, that's a schedule yeah. one, which makes substance. no sense. To me. Um, but no, what schedule? What schedule? I'm, is it a school the schedule? schedule that no schedule? one gets to fucking use. Apparently, the, the that's the zero fun schedule. Yeah, the no fun schedule at all times. But I mean, it you know, like it it can be used for medical reasons. It can be used for many medical reasons. Many medical reasons. It can be used for enjoyment purposes, like THC, entertainment. THC, also, and CBD, THC and CBD as a combination, even for sleep. Mm-hmm. So THC is a very good chemical to me- to help you fall asleep. Question, because I am weed dumb, okay? Okay. THC is the psychotropic component? Correct. And CBD is the... Medic, holistic, more the holistic, holistic medicinal component. component. Medicinal okay. component, yeah. But they exist in but its But THC has form? some medicinal... Sure. ...aspects of it, but it's more psychoactive. But in their, in their natural form, like a marijuana plant that grows and the bud grows... They either have they CBD... They exist at the same time? They won't. It, one plant will have CBD. One plant will have THC. Is that because we've done that, or that's how it? Exists that's how in it exists. I think it's based on its gender. Like there are some strains. I think that you just want. Fe- you need female plants, and male plants are CBD with hemp. Okay. 
And then female plants are the are ones THC. that produce the smokable stuff. The okay. THCs. Well, you could smoke CBD too. Oh, okay. But now, usually, like, there's a combination in the strains too. Like, you can have CBD and THC. Also, the delivery systems that some of these, like, medical marijuana companies have come up with, how they've come up with, like, topical, like, creams, oils, oh, yeah. fucking suppositories. I have like, my CBD, my CBD's oil. I put it under my tongue. But it's great because THC puts me to bed, right? Mm-hmm. And then CBD, but THC is not great for activating REM. So if you just if you just like smoke, right, and it's just THC, or you take a gummy or an edible or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it'll put you to bed, which is nice. But it affects your REM sleep, so you don't REM as easily. You don't go into that full REM sleep. But CBD mm-hmm. offers very good REM sleep so activation. So you fucking knock out. So THC to go to bed, CBD to put you in REM. It is a little harder to wake up in the morning because you are in a very deep REM. I am already a deep sleeper. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't try. To, I try to take CBD in the morning, not at night. Because I'll just fucking never wake. I'll never wake up. I'll just be a corpse, basically. Um, but like, you'll be a little groggy. But once you're up, you're up. But you sleep so well. It's like a game changer on the sleep department. It's so good. I sleep pretty good now. I've just, I've my whole thing with not wanting to do it is that I've always had this feeling of like not being in control if I do that kind of stuff, or like if I have some sort of like outside source that's helping me sleep or helping me stay calm. It's robbing me of my ability to do it my damn self. So. I have the same feeling when it comes to painkillers like Tylenol, Advil. I normally my dad's do, the same way. If I have a headache, I don't do that. Your body can very much take care of that. And my, my dad, my dad, when I say he's the same way, and that yeah. like he doesn't like taking painkillers because he says, and I now that as I'm getting older, I agree with him that in some instances, painkillers are a bad idea because they remove your body's ability to tell you if something's still wrong or not. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, he's like, it's fine if you've got like a broken leg or something, mm-hmm. and you've got it in a cast. Like, yes, please take painkillers; they're going to improve your quality of life. You know, but if you like sprained your ankle or something, yeah. dog, just ice it. Maybe take a Tylenol, but my, ice it. Uh, my family's very big on like, oh, you have a headache? Here's Motrin, and it's like, if you allow your body to become dependent on that to alleviate certain certain ailments, it will do it. It will be dependent on that every time, right. and your headache won't go away till you have that substance because now had. that's what it uses. Also. Ibuprofen? Stop taking ibuprofen. It's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory that causes inflammation. Stop doing it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like, if you have like a bone or muscle pain, a leave is just fine. It's heavy on the liver, so be careful. But like, yeah. ibuprofen's fucking. But do people pop ibuprofen like it's candy? Yeah, they and really I'm like, do. Fuck. Um, but I feel like you would. It would have been more. Or it would have been better for like the development of like a. a pot smoking routine for you if it's small dosage in a very like safe place for you like your home where you're very comfortable um not like a lot of people maybe like one or two people you trust and not getting like super messed up like maybe taking a hit or two experiencing because it's honestly all it is when you're in an altered state when you're in an altered mental state it's weird it's always going to be weird. i don't like it it makes it's me feel always like gonna scared be weird. but but that's because you're fighting it, right? Because you're you're in that state and you're going, "This is a normal. This is a normal. This is a normal. Why yeah, am I, I like? This? Why am I like? This? Why am I like?" This? But you're a la- but you're freaking out about it. If yeah. you stop and go, "I'm in a different state. That's fine. I'm not in danger. I'm not going to die because I'm in a different state. I'm just thinking differently." Just allow that to take over and go. Okay, well, let's see what this different thinking does. The closest I've ever gotten to that, I would probably tell you, would be about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with some depression and some inappropriate thoughts mm-hmm. um which not only to you but also to our listeners i also want to make it a point that when we do come around to these subjects there's zero fear about talking about 
like mental states and you know like any sort of mental illness or anything that's gone through our heads before because i don't want to stigmatize it like i'll say it right now i've had thoughts of hurting myself yeah everyone's had thoughts of suicide but like i've had periods where they've been really like prevalent where like it's every day multiple times a day yeah and last year i was dealing with it kind of heavy because i was in a sort of a shitty place i mean it's a, um, it also by the way it's a real thing like yeah it really happens this, and it's this okay. happens to people all the fucking time it's okay yeah and it's way. okay to have that thought and it's okay to talk about it yeah, if you're listening about that if you're listening to this by the way and you're having those thoughts please reach out to somebody and get some help you know, yeah like a hotline any hotline i mean we'll we'll probably post in the show notes for you guys to read we'll post information for we'll post like, the, the number to a suicide hotline yeah like the national sure. suicide prevention yeah. hotline and all that stuff but like just talk to somebody i mean even if you don't have anything to say just have somebody sit there and listen to you um if you can't afford health care just talk to a friend talk to a family member a coworker, somebody that you trust and just have them listen to you yeah. talk to yourself Literally, talk to yourself out loud. Do while you're doing the dishes or while you're doing laundry. If you have the energy and the wherewithal to do it, mm-hmm. do it. Go outside, be around nature, like all that stuff. Um, but last year, I was going through that. It yeah, kinda, it kind of really sucked, and I decided to get back into meditation and yoga. More meditation than yoga, because yoga I'm really lazy about. But the meditation <laughs> is easy. I have to move my body. No thanks. Yep. Yep. I'm sit right here. Goodbye. But I started to meditate. Okay. And I did traditional meditation and like, you know, the lotus pose and everything where you sit nice. like Indian style and yeah, all that yeah. shit. Um, you touch your dick to your toes. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I started with five to 10 minute intervals every day. Um, and eventually it jumped up to like 30 to 45 minute sessions. Uh-huh. Um, and I got, I got sort of in touch with like a place in my head where I found a safe space. Oh, um, nice. So it was like your own little palace. Right. But my safe space is weird because it's outside and it's very specific. It's not um, weird. It's just your space. It's like a field behind my grandparents' old house. Uh-huh. Um, and every time I'm there, it's fenced. Like it, it's, there's only one way in and, and there's, well, there's more than one way in. Um, but it's fenced and I can still like, you know, like it's kind of like being a kid again. Like I can sort of like see the backyard like my, my grandparents backyard like the little fence yeah and i can hear them in the i don't backyard. hear words i just know i the noise i hear is coming from them yeah um but it's always super bright and sunny with only a few clouds it's like 72 73 degrees it's nice and warm mm-hmm. there's always a nice breeze the grass is just high enough that it's like almost up to my shin so like a like a sam rockwell painting or a Pretty norman much. rockwell painting yeah yeah um just this beautiful picturesque yeah. But there's always this like tree that I go to and I sit down at that tree and like while I'm meditating physically here like on earth in my head, that's where I'm meditating. And especially when I was having like really like shitty dark times um, and I'd go to that place to like calm down and be like, hey, it's fine. Like, SDTs. like this is going to pass. What is an SDT? A shitty dark time. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, that's what we're going to start calling Came down them from now on. SDTs. Um, my grandfather who passed away when i was like i think 16 um was super close to he'll walk out there and he won't really say anything but i get that sort of vibe like you're fine like you're okay it's perfectly normal to feel the way you're feeling don't worry about console you yeah like it's usually just kind of like a hand on your shoulder to be reassuring reassuring figure you'll be fine you'll get through it don't worry about it like it's okay and that's like i've made it a point now where it's like a switch. Like I did it so many times that now that's where I can go in my head. And you've probably seen me do it when I'm at like a social function with you. 
and you see me get quiet instantly and I just oh, kind yeah. of like staring off, that's where I am right now. I'm going in there for a quick reset just to be like, okay, I'm all right. Let's go. That's something I want to get into in like an, in another in another episode at some point is like your bouts with anxiety. Yeah, because um, I think it's they can be. I think shitty. it's very, and I think it's really common, and I think it's even more common now in like this era we live in of of like social media and like I don't know. I feel like the social space is a little. It's just different. It's a different thing to traverse. Um, I think people have less practice at it. Um, We're getting better. I think we are, but I, I mean, know. even if you the fact that it's becoming less stigmatized yeah. too, and it's becoming a normal thing to talk about your feelings out loud, and even through social media, it's like. You're not alone. Like, if you really think that the depression you're going through, the anxiety, if you really think you're alone, go on the internet for 10 minutes. Oh, for sure. Go on Twitter, go on Instagram, go on Reddit, go on Facebook, and just be like, hey, has anybody else ever felt this? But and I also feel like you'll be bombarded by people just affirming your thoughts and telling you, like, or I've been there, done you. that. Or shitting on you. Or shitting on you. Posted too close to fortune. Roasting you. But there's also, like, a loneliness to the internet, too. Like, there's, and a, and a loss of, of, of conversational ability. Like I feel you like we've so, become really? we've become better conversationalists doing a podcast. We have. Um and not to say that we weren't good like to begin with, but, but we're like, polishing it. We're getting way better. Very much. Like we're not talking over each other. We're giving ourselves or giving each other time to really, you know, kind of express the full thought and not just jump in with the next thing you want to say. It's like, hey, like, you know, speak your mind, get it all out. So it's I don't know. I think there's like a a a level of that but you're right there is there is now that you mentioned there is a certain level of loneliness to the internet specifically social media but the internet is it's a cold place sometimes it is like it's a cold calculating robot place Mm -hmm. but at the same time it can be a beautiful like warm like loving place where there are some people that like that's their happy place is Mm -hmm. going on the internet and just talking to strangers or talking to their friends there's corners of the internet that are beautiful communities that are beautiful but absolutely yeah. but there's an episode that, uh, later on that we'll definitely get into yeah. that and like anxiety about the anxiety and how you deal with it because i think it's really interesting and i don't I know if it'll be the next episode hear about. but no not the next one no. we'll plan it out because yeah. i think it'll be you know what maybe we can maybe i'll like interview you you could i'd be down that'd be if cool you, to if you get a deeper a dive into like you because i think honestly i think that's something that a lot of people can relate to is having that that level of anxiety like in large groups yeah. um, and not being able to, you know, deal with like all that stimuli at one time and having to find a happy place and do like, there's a lot of people who are where you were three years ago where mm-hmm. like that happy place didn't exist for you yet and like the, you didn't have as many means of dealing with it. You had different means of dealing with it. Right. So I think that would be, I think that'd be really I'd cool. I'd be super thing. down. Um, so but did yeah, we have... Did you have anything else you wanted to ask and or I, say? I did not. I think uh, that was that was it for me. I don't have a, a would you rather. Is there a would you rather this this time around? Uh, I can definitely come up with one right off the top of my head if you give me about we'll, we 15 a, seconds. We can do a quick one. We'll do a quickie. A quickie would you rather. Quickie would you rather. All right. I'll give you time. It's going to seem like a second to you all because the magic of editing. But in all reality, you're never going to hear this. Why? Because Millie's going to cut it out. Why? Because she's amazing. And I just want to say, Mills... You're great. Even though you don't toot in front of people, you're great. But we all know you fucking do it. You're a dirty farter like the rest of us. So as uh, Eli looks for a uh, would you rather topic to uh, to fucking throw out really quick before we end this episode, uh, I just want to say again, we're very appreciative to everyone who listens. Um, and please leave a review. 
leave a written review let us know if you like it if you don't like it um follow us on instagram so that way you can uh, we post on there all the time you can talk to us there and communicate with us there your voice and uh and your opinion matters to us you know what i mean whether it's positive or negative i mean don't shit post i mean it's gonna happen because the internet now that i said don't do it you're probably gonna do it but um but let us know man there's uh there's so much that we want to cover and we want to do and we want to know how uh how you like it are you ready i'm so fucking ready this comes from a four-year-old by the way from a four-year-old yeah get ready for the fucking nightmare that this is jesus christ would you rather never be able to wear clothes or always have itchy allergy eyes oh my god first of all this four-year-old's life is difficult (laughs) it's a hard life seen some shit always you have to always be naked or always have itchy allergy eyes naked naked i can't do that allergy eye bullshit no fuck that your eyes are always puffy and fucked up no you're always itchy i'd go crazy i'll join a nude commune with my non-itchy allergy with eyes. my non-itchy allergy eyes that fucking work perfect however loophole in that one i don't think that four-year-old knows that there's such a thing as claritin i mean granted now you got to pop a claritin for the rest of your life which is you Dude, know, but does like, it even does it even take it all away i don't know i don't think the four-year-old thought that far into it I think the four-year-old posed probably one of the best would-you-rathers. I honestly would go naked. I have one more for you, though. Before we I'd go nakies. What is it? Would you rather fight 200 third graders or a bear that has sharks for arms? God, wait, what? The graders? Yeah, the third graders. Well, but you wait, have no, to no, fight no, no, them no, no, off no. like Matrix style. Like They're coming at you like all the Smiths. Okay, but do, what do I get to fight the bear with? Do I have weapons? I will give you a bow staff. Wow. Really? A bow staff, the kids. For sure, the kids. <coughs> the I'll bo- murk those kids. The bow staff is made of balsa wood. I'll murk those kids. Because I can still use it as a stabbing instrument. I like where your head's at. Because it still has the structural integrity to fucking do damage like that. I'm glad that not only did we go from space, but we're ending on stabbing kids with balsa wood. Oh, yeah. Just fucking just, just ruining their lives. Just I think, ruining Honestly, them. I think I'd almost want to fight the bear with shark arms. Dude, you're definitely dead. Think about this, though. What kind of bear is it? It's just a bear. A f- a grizzly. You're dead. No, listen You're to me. You're dead if it doesn't have shark arms. Listen to me. You're more dead if it's not have shark Think arms. about this. It's got shark arms, right? How can it actually run? It what kind can't. of sharks does it have? We won't go gray whites because that's what everyone thinks. We'll go with something really fast and pointy like Mako's. It would obviously be able to run. How would it run? It would have to. No way. Then how would it ever have gotten to adult size? Fine. It can run at a decreased speed. Because think about it. How do you get a shark to go away? You bop it in the nose. If this thing runs, every time it runs, it bops the fucking shark arms okay, but wait, in the nose. Are these sharks sentient? Yes. Are these sharks separate beings from the bear? It's like a weird... They are. There's a kind chimera. of doctor fucking... What's his name? The Dr. island Moreau? of Dr. Moreau, yeah. I'd fight the fucking bear with shark arms. Because all I have to no, do is... No, man. Put, it's never going to catch me. It's the third graders? Do you don't understand get me wrong. what on. one movement can do to a third grader? One fucking... However, quick. don't get me wrong. Fighting 200 third graders would be fucking amazing. Oh, my God, dude. It'd be super fun. And mind you, if it's no, like, full contact, like, I can deck one of these. Dude, it's one hit or quit on each of them. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm look, you're going to get tired. Right, okay. You're going to get through 30 Before of them. Before somebody makes a phone call about us abusing children. You're going to get through 30 <laughs> of them. No, fuck that. We're going all... All right, all, fine. All go, 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 go. We I would wreck these kids. What happens after 30? 30, you're starting, to, you're starting to get tired of 30. 
Okay. You're, you're starting still, to you're starting to, to wear down a little bit. You still have like 200 something plus of these fuckers. What are you talking? About? You said 200 third graders. We have 170. Fine. Sorry. Yeah, it was 200 third graders. So Sorry. 170 third graders left, and you have a staff, so you can use it to keep them away, right? And then you could just be donkey horse kicking them in the face because they're perfect level to fucking horse kick it's them. True. You're just destroying these kids. Also, they have no tactics or or like. What they do have now, no, I'm thinking that these these third graders are cannibalistically out for your blood. Holy shit. I mean, they're not going to just be regular third graders. They can't be because then it's they just run away the second you hit one of them. It's true. They have to be in some kind of frenzy like piranha. Okay. So their goal is to murder you. All right. Oh, wow. Wait, hold on. 200 in like enthusiastic, M- motivated mur- third graders. Murder graders. That bear is starting to look real good. Huh? Shit, maybe the shark arms are good. <laughs> Uh, done told you, son. God, it's 200 of them. That's a lot, that's a lot of little fuckers. Yeah. God, but I just, I just feel like I could do so well against them. Listen, we'll go with just average angry third graders. They don't have to be cannibalistic or murderous. They're just angry at you. Do you remember the kids from Hostel that needed candy as payment or they'd kill you? From what? The movie Hostel? I haven't seen Hostel since it came out. Oh, come on. You don't remember it frame by frame? No. It's one of the greatest films ever made. All I remember was some Asian lady getting her eye, like the eyeball cut oh, off. Oh, and then she jumps in front of a train. Spoilers yeah. <laughs> for Hostel. Um, so there are these kids. It's like these gang of kids in Eastern Europe mm-hmm. in this, the place where Hostel is taking place. Right. And, uh, and you need to pay them candy as like a, like, a pay, like a toll. Or they murder you. They beat you to death. That is some Lord of the Flies shit. And they're like eight-year-olds. So I'm thinking those kind of kids. Like a gang of 200 kids. A super pack, if you will. I'm starting to think maybe I should give you a bow staff made out of like oak. It would be helpful. I, I Actually, at this point, I, I might actually just give you a radio so you can fucking call in like, I don't know, like an airstrike from an A-10 and just strafe those fuckers. That or like a, maybe like a spear. But that's it. Once you use the spear, I mean, unless you hold it, you don't fucking javelin that shit. Are no, you in a kebab 14 third graders? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note. On that note, I think we're done here. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's time to close up shop. Dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's time it. to close up shop. Everybody take your fucking purchases to the front. Um, as always, uh, please come back in two weeks for another episode of Daryl. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, There's a podcast where you can find ridiculous topics and and, and brutally average, handsome men and average brutally handsome men average brutally handsome men i don't know we could be both uh please again follow us on social media follow us on instagram yeah. uh, rate us on itunes or spotify or wherever yes. you're listening to this please but actually wherever you're listening to us listening to us on yes delicious i love it ah, keep, keep doing that i really do love if it. you now, have access to itunes though but now if you can go to itunes and leave a review on itunes specifically itunes please do that because yeah. that's it really it helps, helps a ton it really helps with visibility on yeah, itunes it really and it's like the fucking great library of podcasts so uh you can follow us there at dairy isle the dairy isle on instagram yep. um and uh and we'd love to hear from you right uh, right to us uh, tell us what you want us to talk about. Yeah, comment on the posts that we make and stuff like that so we can at least get some feedback. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take your purchases to the front. We fucking love you. Have a wonderful night. Enjoy your Memorial Day. You don't have to go home. But you got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. We'll see you next two weeks. Yeah, next two we'll weeks. We'll see you next bye week. Next bye week. <laughs> we'll see you next fortnight. Ooh. No. Because we'll see you in a fortnight. You're right. But that's there's also a video game. <laughs> You're right. We should leave. Goodbye. <laughs>